the live broadcast. Okay, so thanks for tuning in. If you're just tuning in now, I'm going to read through a thread about a meeting that Trump had with some donors, including Lev Parnas. So it's up on the screen there if anybody wants to follow along. So context, Trump appeared at a private donor in 2018, April 2018, for a super PAC, although super PACs are not supposed to coordinate with campaigns. I think we could use a stronger word there, actually. I think it's illegal for super PACs to coordinate with campaigns according to campaign finance law. But I am happy to stand to be corrected on that. So the setting was the Trump Hotel in DC and we were listening to chiefs of industry. This is if you actually listen to this released um, audio. So it sounds like it's available on the Daily Beast. They have a SoundCloud. You can find it by visiting the Twitter account, Ilya Maritz, I-L-Y-A-M-A-R-R-I-Z-I-T-Z. Because, he, but yes, also Google the Daily Beast, Lev Parnas audio to listen to the whole tape yourselves. It is, I think, over an hour. So for anybody with that level of interest and commitment, we are going to go through this Twitter summary thread more rapidly than that. So chiefs of industry talking industrial policy with Trump because they are donors to his super PAC. So he tells them that steel plants are opening in the US, which is a lie, but nobody at the dinner contradicts him. No, US Steel is not opening six new mills. One donor tells the, the president that he has three plants that are completely idled because of South Korea and Thailand. So Lev is laughing in the background. Donald Trump's view of the EU is a group of countries that got together to screw the United States. So that's interesting, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in the US who are ignorant of European history and the history of world wars in, in Europe, commencing in Europe and spreading to the rest of the world, uh, and that there's some good reasons for European countries to join together in a union because cooperation and trade is infinitely preferable to war and devastation that affects the entire world. But yes, Donald Trump doesn't see it like that. His worldview is typically his own interests, uh, and then a weird view in which all other countries are against the US and only he will, like Hitler, will be able to have the courage to say Germany first or America first, etc. Um, so he's talking about writing a letter of recommendation and telling his donors that Kim Jong-un is a great golfer. Oh, that's nice. I've seen lots of endorsements of Kim Jong-un by Donald Trump on video. I've seen him say that the guy is loved by his people. Um, he's talking about North Korea where millions are starving. Uh, it's a police state. People are sent to re-education camps for expressing ideas that are insufficiently supportive of their authoritarian demagogue leader. And Kim Jong-un's own relatives are murdered in extremely brutal and terrifying ways. So I think he put his own uncle in front of some, like he fired him off a battering. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that, but basically Kim Jong-un is a brutal murderer, murderer and dictator, uh, but Trump likes him and thinks he's a good golfer, a great golfer. 
So they're talking now about border wall construction in the tape, apparently. Trump is describing to them how sharp the points are. Of course, we now know about this border wall that it's easy to cut through it with a um, a chainsaw that you can buy, a small chainsaw that you can buy from a, a hardware store. People, smugglers have been able to cut holes in the wall that you can pass people through or drugs through. So yes, Trump's ineffective border wall that will just be very effective at killing wildlife uh, that have crossed over to certain areas but now won't be able to cross back again because of because they don't have diamond edged chainsaws uh, yes so really not only separating children from their parents at the border but also separating um, animals from their communities as well uh, now a donor is comparing the flow of migrants to a water main Yep. Hmm. Donald Trump, the whole caravan is a positive thing because it's showing people how crazy it is. Yes, one presumes that the caravan may have received funding from, from Russia or some other collaborator with Trump because they, they were just taking advantage of a natural occurrence. I mean, there are typically caravans each year of migrants who prefer to travel uh, as a group for safety reasons, less likely to be attacked by bandits uh, and can you know, provide moral support and encouragement for each other. Definitely Fox News uses it to hype people's fear of migrants by treating it as if it's an invasion and exaggerating the numbers of people in the caravan and ascribing negative motivations to those people, that they're invading America rather than being people seeking asylum in a country that is a signatory to the UN Convention on Asylum Seekers, written in 1953, or rather signed by the US in 19, maybe signed by in 1954. So the audio is apparently very clear, which is good. Um, Lev Parnas's lawyer released a small edited segment of this audio footage, but they put a Janet Jackson song, I think, over the top, which makes it difficult to listen to. Like at least it's brief, but the music is distracting. Uh, yep, so they're now talking about racist things. Donald Trump is glorifying and exulting in the fact that he called Maxine Waters a, low, a very low IQ person, which tends to be the type of insults that he often reserves for African-American people who he deems to be opponents. Uh, a donor chimes in that Candace Owens and Kanye are good for outreach to young African-Americans. They're not really. I mean, young African-Americans are still not very supportive of the Trump administration, the figures are very low, but it does serve as a good front for white nationalists who are still emotionally invested in pretending that they're not racist. So Kanye West and Candace Owens probably give a big emotional lift to people who want to pretend that they don't um, have, an, have an undeserved superior superiority complex in relation to black Americans, that they don't inherently think that hold, hold negative views about African Americans. They can be like, no, I love Candace Owens. Uh, Candace Owens is a, an African American person who I would elect for president. I've often met racist people who will produce one person of color whom they support. Uh, and 
even as they argue that Puerto Rico shouldn't receive aid, etc., or they argue that it's not part of America, they basically show their priorities that they don't think people with brown skin are as equally deserving of American aid as other parts of America. Uh, but yes, as long as they still have Herman Cain to refer to, they can pretend to themselves that they're not racist because they don't just despise a hundred percent of people of color. The argument obviously has flaws. I have not looked at the comment section for a little while, so let's check the comment section. Um, Harvested Beat says, probably get more watches. What, what was that in reference to Harvested Beats, if you're still there? Thanks for sharing to your Twitter page, Randall. Appreciated. Um, you know, Candace Owens is certainly not a great person. Yeah. Uh, if we have any people here who are appointed <laughs> um, helpers, I'd, I'd totally have no objections if you want to get rid of the troll. Uh, Candace Owens is a is a terrible person and we don't um, encourage the promulgation of uh, racist sentiments here. People who love Candace Owens love using her as a shield to conceal their racism to themselves. <laughs> it's not fooling us. Okay, so um, Donald Trump asks his listeners, the donors at his party, asks Lev, if Russia will go in and take Ukraine. And Lev says they want to, but they're too scared of you, Mr. Trump. Uh, of course, Lev says that knowing Trump would like to hear it. Presumably that they're, they're too scared that there'll be, they're scared that there'll be a significant outcry in the US and that Trump would feel pushed into a position of having to put sanctions against Russia or lose power. It's always important to remember that fascists as intimidating and violent as they seem, still do rely on public support and are so uh, indebted in a way to, to press. And if they don't control 100% of the media, still have vulnerabilities as to what the public think and how the public perceive things. So I think Donald Trump was presuming that the American public would have greater support for a war with Iran and when it became evident that a war with Iran was not popular, he, he backed away from escalating uh, that particular military conflict. 34 US servicemen and women uh, have received uh, traumatic brain injuries as a consequence of Iranian retaliation for Trump's assassination of uh, the Iranian second-in-command, Soleimani who, yeah, was not a great guy, but typically civilized nations don't go around assassinating people um, as a distraction point from their impeachment trials and impeachment hearings. So here we go back to the leaked audio, which is that Lev said that they need to get over the, um, they need to get rid of the ambassador. She's left over from the Clinton administration. And Donald Trump, now fairly famously known, says, Get rid of her, take her out. <laughs> it does sound a little bit like he's ordering a hit on her, but it did take him a year to actually fire her. So I guess there's a couple of different readings of it. 
I was at first very much in favour of highlighting the aggression of that. The take her out is mob language. Trump used it to refer to Soleimani, said we took him out. Uh, but yeah, I guess he's just like a mobster saying, yep, yep, whatever, kill him, take her out. Um, without necessarily completely committing to it at that point. Because it was a year before uh, she received a call from a friend in the State Department saying, you have to leave. I mean, it was at one o'clock in the morning that she received a call saying, you have to get out of Ukraine now, you have to leave for your safety. Uh, so evidently the chatter around a potential assassination attempt on her became so significant at that point that she needed to leave. Interesting. So here is part of the discussion where uh, Lev Parnas is advocating for Donald Trump to look into legalizing marijuana as a way to appeal to, whoops, oh, sorry, I accidentally went scroll down for that, as a way to appeal to millennials in the midterm elections. Hmm. Did Donald Trump come out in favor of legalizing marijuana? I don't remember. They love talking about gasoline cars. So we're reading um, that there's a lengthy conversation about compressed national, natural gas. Um, I, like, I like the fact that it will become more public now how much Donald Trump and his donors are obsessed with fossil fuels. So Donald Trump frequently says in public, we got the oil about Syria. We got the oil. Our troops are there looking after the oil. We got the oil. We've secured the oil. Because more people need to be aware of how much there is a plot essentially, against the viability of the human race uh, by people who are financially invested in fossil fuels. There are other technologies that, are in, that have become so efficient now that you can have uh, a power station, a solar, wind, renewable power station up and running within 24 months that can deliver reliable energy to a community. Uh, and yet that is not attracting enough government support yet and billions of taxpayer dollars across the West are still being given to fossil fuel industries that are bringing about our collective, well, bringing about significant risks that leads to people's death. I mean, people who live near coal-powered stations are much more likely to die an early death, have children who suffer from respiratory problems and have increased rates of neurological problems. So yes, there's more immediate death for people who live near coal plants but more broadly speaking, the people who are dying as a consequence of extreme weather events that are climate driven. There isn't any scientific debate about it. The debate is only between people of bad faith who benefit from coal invested people giving them money. I mean, journalists whose job relies on um, funding from Rupert Murdoch, who is friends with uh, mining magnates who has class loyalty to his fellow billionaires. I mean, he had a turnaround in his opinions. At one point, Rupert Murdoch was trying to get his companies to reduce their carbon emission footprint. Uh, so who knows what got to Rupert Murdoch at some point, but he reversed his position and became a massive purveyor of climate skepticism and climate denialism science denialism I like to call it because it's just anti-science the science is very clear about the dangers we're in the increasing unpredictability of, of weather events under climate destabilization so that's a good term we could use because uh, climate warming does sound quite gentle global warming 
sounds like just having a nice bath but on a bigger scale let's have a look and see if we have any comments at the moment okay so Randall thinks that Trump never made any progress about legalizing marijuana somebody the troll asks me because the troll is still here we haven't managed to kick off the troll yet why can't you see the good in Trump I can do that I can engage with people who who just want a bone of am I have I completely ruled out good qualities in Trump Trump I can ascribe a good quality to him he's got a great deal of perseverance and he's certainly helped people realize that anything is possible if somebody with Donald Trump's educational and intellectual level can be president of the United States then a lot of people have realized that they can just have a go and and have dreams uh, so harvested beets says you know, he agrees about all the energy alternatives but something about coming close oh none can come close to the energy density of gasoline yes harvested beets I was wanting to add you in DEJ to a list of moderators but I just I had trouble looking you up DEJ on Periscope I don't know why maybe I was misspelling your name let's see if I can do it on another device right now because that would be handy if you guys oh, in fact I can first of all just get the I've just shared a comment from Ari Melba saying that uh, Trump added Starr and Dershowitz to his team to bring it home. But it's striking to see how their presentations have ranged from legally ineffective to outright backfiring. So, yes, it's been speculated that uh, when Dershowitz advocated for Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted uh, pedophile who is now dead, uh, and got him a sweetheart deal, you, with the help of Alex Azar, the current Secretary of, uh, what's Alex, the Secretary of Human Services, uh, who has also changed the name of the Department of Health and Human Services to the uh, far-right placating Department of Life. And Alex Azar and Dershowitz, part of the team that Brought, Alan, uh, brought Jeffrey Epstein a sweetheart deal, meaning that he was allowed out on day release. Uh, this has been covered extensively by the Miami Herald. Jeffrey Epstein was allowed uh, to go to his home for, um, I think, six out of every seven days he was supposed to be serving a jail sentence. That might actually be seven out of every seven days. But in any case, he was allowed to return to his home and officers uh, providing security or um, making sure he didn't escape, or instead encouraged to wear suits and address Epstein as Mr. Epstein. So, so yes, Dershowitz defending scum, scumbags could be at least excused as part of the requirements of the legal profession to defend anybody who, to whom you're assigned or to defend anybody who contracts your services. But Dershowitz makes a speciality out of uh, defending people who go on to be convicted or to admit, as uh, O.J. Simpson did in his confessional book, If I Did It. O.J. Simpson's alive and roaming free, but he did at least serve jail time. Whereas during Jeffrey Epstein's day release program at a private prison, he could go home for the day, return to a jail at night uh, in his comfortable prison wing. 
He was also able to entertain female visitors, young female visitors, some of whom he manipulated into providing him with uh, sexual services. Uh, so whilst serving time for being involved in the prostitution of minors, Jeffrey Epstein was able to continue and further his abuse. It's been suggested that uh, Jeffrey Epstein, in his vast interactions with people in the elite of American life, elite academics and uh, powerful billionaires such as Elon Musk, that he may have been able to entrap people in situations or rather prey upon their worst natures to involve them in sexual conduct with uh, minors, with child trafficking victims, uh, and then have evidence with which to blackmail them. Uh, so, it seems reasonably plausible at this stage. We know it's likely that Dershowitz was murdered. The hyoid bone in his, uh, not Dershowitz, sorry, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. The hyoid bone in his, be in his neck was broken. That's part of the details from the coroner's report. Uh, it's very unusual, apparently, for the hyoid bone to be broken in self-strangulation cases. Uh, it implies great pressure to the neck. Um, from two points rather than being just from a self-fashioned noose. Hello, pumpkin. What would you like to say? Mommy. You're hungry? Yes, okay, we will go. I'll just say goodbye. Um, if you like now that you're in the room, you can come and wave hello if you go put on some masks, okay? If you put on your outlet mask and you put on a Batman mask, you can come wave hello to the people in the video. I'm going to try and do some more uh, broadcasting whereby I review products for how much they contribute to the greenhouse effect, to the addition of gases to the atmosphere that traps heat, uh, that sabotages not only our present but our future and the future of our children. So I'm going to try doing that about products such as soaps that contain palm oil that contribute to deforestation. You want to buy Pokemon cards, I know. Go put a mask on if you want to say hi to the people in the video. Otherwise, just put your shoes on and get ready to go out. Uh, yes, so Dershowitz supported tortured Timothy's reporting. Uh, never apologize, Caroline, for only being able to listen. I so appreciate your presence and support. Uh, the far right is not Republicans. Uh, they are the skinhead Nazi party, somebody points out. But I would like to argue that uh, the Republican Party is now facilitating the growth uh, and the power seizure and the essentially coup attempt on America's government by the far right, by neo-Nazis, Christian dominionists and other people who don't respect the rule of law in America, don't respect the Constitution uh, and seek to overturn all of it and put any of you who don't agree in, in camps uh, and that that's the end goal of fascists and that's the end goal of uh, the people in government now, even Republican senators who might still sound relatively normal. Oh, good work. You don't want to come around the other side, darling? That side, okay. So yes, I'm going to try and clean up the conversation now. Let's, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. My daughter's going to come wave hello in a superhero mask. So this is going to be... Uh, more of a family broadcast. If you find your mask, you can join in too, Pumpkin. But don't say your name out loud. And just, you can say hello. Are you Owlet? 
that's cool. So when I say the far left, I mean uh, people who, not everybody who supports Bernie Sanders, but the people who support Bernie Sanders and would vote for Donald Trump if their candidate, close that door, darling, if their candidate didn't uh, succeed in the primary election. People who also have no respect for democracy, who think that the world would be improved if it was under a far-left dictatorship. Uh, and look, dictatorships do give governments efficacy. My husband noted that China is able to close down the wet markets, the uh, unregulated food markets selling live animals that uh, have been implicated in the development of the, or the initiation of the coronavirus, the spread from animals to people. Of of the coronavirus that is, uh... oh, somebody said hello to you, darling. They said hello. Her name is Caroline. If you want, you can say hi, Caroline. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> nice. Oh, you also need to brush your hair before we go. Do you want to go start doing that, or you want to keep waving? All right. Uh, so yes, to to my mind, people on the far left who support overthrows of democracy who support the initiation of communism without noticing that communism is involved in the death of millions of people across history. Uh, those, those people on the far left uh, suffer a degree of moral bankruptcy because they only want to be right and they don't pay adequate attention to outcomes for human people. No, 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 of course Antifa doesn't qualify. Well, I sh shouldn't say of course. I don't support violent techniques to oppose fascism other than well-organized techniques because just because it's not very effective. Um, Non-violent non protests where the protesters don't initiate violence are far more effective at winning over majorities and building consensus. So I decry the far left because I think they sabotage our ability to have democratic governments and to overthrow corrupt governments. Thanks, Harvested Beats. Somebody else says that you're a bit cute, darling. You got a bit of a compliment. Yeah. Do you hungry? Yeah. Would you like some apple? Would you like some raspberries? Raspberries? Frozen raspberries? Oh, okay. All right. Yes, well, I had best go and feed this little one. Uh, but thanks for joining in and good luck. Oh, I will uh, put up again one thing, which is the name of a charity that I'm suggesting everybody subscribe to if possible because it's Stacey Abrams' charity and she has done a lot of work in trying to sweetheart, that's in trying to improve electoral integrity in the US, which is a battle that has to be fought at the state level because the traitor Mitch McConnell, essentially a sellout to the, the global, the global um, conspiracy to defraud human beings of our chance to fight climate change effectively by advocating for fossil fuel exec fossil fuel executives, fossil fuel interests around the world. I have a fairly good understanding of the separation of powers, which is why, unlike most people, I often draw attention to 
one of Trump's crimes that is under discussed, which is the violation of the separation of powers when he usurped the power of Congress in manipulating that sum of money preserved for Ukrainian military aid by bipartisan measures. You can actually get the raspberries out of the freezer. I know you know how to get a chair and do it. I want to... Oh, Jamie will point out to you. I mean, you organise it, you organise it with somebody that you know. She's over there. You tell that chap to help you. And I'll be off in a second. I'm saying goodbye. Yeah, so uh, Moscow Mitch has sabotaged all of the bills put forward by the House, passed by the House, to improve electoral integrity in the US, to shore up America's defences against Russian attacks. Into the word interference is too mild. Russia has been significantly attacking uh, and successfully attacking America for some time. Installing a foreign-influenced government is very destructive to America's interests. It's very destructive to the interests of the West in general. Okay, upcoming. All right, so now see you later, everybody. This is Stacey Abrams' charity, Fair Fight. Please look it up because they are at least advocating. You always say this when I start to do broadcast. I know, it. what a coincidence. You can take that chair into the kitchen and I'll follow you. Uh, so, yes, I stress Donald Trump's violation of the Constitution more than most people. And that's my concluding argument. You want to write on there? You can. You're allowed to write. Uh, oh, it says new comments. It is not an impossibility to extend protections on Americans, the American elections. It's quite possible to uh, do more, to enhance cybersecurity measures, to uh, ramp up the defense mechanisms of each state, to safeguard Americans' power. And the only reason Moscow Mitch won't do that is he feels assured that Republicans in America, Republican voters, are so corrupted by fascist propaganda that they welcome election interference because they feel that that interference will benefit them personally. Their thinking has degenerated so far along tribal lines that they no longer believe in the American Constitution or the concept of America as a f fair, law-governed place. They they don't mind Donald Trump overturning the Constitution, provided uh, that he institutes more of a political construct that they think will favour people who look like them, are in their tribes, who identify with them, who share their social values. So, yes, that's all from me. Thanks so much for watching. Please tune in again another time or share this broadcast uh, through YouTube, through Periscope, or uh, through sharing the podcast, which is available on all um, podcasting platforms. Oh, yes, and I will show you if you're very uh, enamoured of my output and my work and wish to encourage it and encourage it to continue, please consider becoming one of my Patreons. I have a few and they do uh, help financially support the acquisition of things like microphones and uh, website fees. I have to pay a fee to StreamYard for being able to simultaneously broadcast to both YouTube and Periscope which are great things, and I am very grateful to those Patreons. Thank you so much. Namaste. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Over and out. And take care of yourselves and each other.